What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles welcoming you to another installment of Lyles Movie Files. Joining me, as always, is little brother Jace. How you doing, bro? Shot. Hello, bro. How you doing? Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and Chief, what's up with you? <laughs> you know, he, he immediately goes back on to mute. Like we start the show, and there's no mute. But then we start. And then he's on mute, and he's communicating on mute. This is this is great for all of the audio only listeners. Thank you. Okay, lots of stuff going on. Let's break it down right away. Jason, I know you want to start off by talking about Bridgerton season two. Go. <laughs> okay. You mean if I watch the rest of Bridgerton season one? Ah, there you go. All right. Well, big news coming out of the Walking Dead universe that. Carol and Daryl spinoff we were all set for and looking forward to it um took an a crossbow bolt to the to the head because Melissa McBride who plays Carol is not going to be able to take part in the series apparently the show was going to be filmed in Europe and Melissa McBride was like I can't relocate my family I'm not going over there for that so I can't do it this seems like something that should have been discussed long before the spinoff was even announced. Like, hey, Norman, Car- M- Melissa, you guys all set? We're going to shoot it in Europe. Can't do that. Oh, okay. I guess we shouldn't announce a spinoff yet. Let's not do that. That seems really weird and kind of dumb. And the statement makes it sound like they're still going to go ahead with this spinoff with Daryl. So... How excited are you about a Carolless Carol and Daryl spinoff? Jace, let's start with you. Uh, I was never excited about the Carol and Daryl spinoff to begin with because I just thought that was kind of silly. I mean, you already announced before you're. I mean, it, I, I, I kind of think of it as a zombie apocalypse movie that at the end of it, every there's either going to be. You got two endings everybody dies or there's a cure. And when you tell me that everybody, there are people getting out of there, that means everybody's, everybody, all the originals are staying on, and I just didn't like that. Uh, but now it's like, okay, you got Melissa McBride not being part of this. It's like, so what are you going to have them? Well, we've already got Maggie and Negan, so are you going to have, um, gosh, uh, Daryl and Eugene? You know, it was a buddy cop comedy. <laughs> it's like, I don't see any reason. This is like, just say, if we can't, I mean, like, why do you need to shoot that series in Europe? I mean, I'm, I'm, I know I'm jumping, but it's like, you just need a wooded place, man. You could shoot that down in Annapolis and nobody would know the difference. I mean, come on. This this joint is barely woods. Daryl's going to be in the woods. They're going to have some random town they're going to go to. Dilapidated billions. Hey. Hey, shooting in Baltimore. I mean, there's enough places, you know, look like the zombie apocalypse happened already. So I don't really see the need for this franchise and relocating it to Europe also makes no sense. So I agree with Melissa McBride. I peace out too. Yeah, that was a sick burn on Baltimore, bro. So Chief. Hey, I was just there. I like Baltimore. Chief, what's your take on this? Let me be honest. This, this is the exact way I feel about it. camera off. <laughs> I'm out. For those who couldn't see, I turned my camera off. I 
had no intention of watching it. I don't care. I'm not even watching this season, to be honest with you. So let alone a Daryl and well, just what five more seizures of sexual tension. Um, you know what I mean? Like you know, you know what I mean? How I Met Your Mother with zombies. Um, it just doesn't make sense, man. I don't, you know, I didn't want to see it anyways, man. I, you know. Um, so and then just, why Europe? I mean, you know, what I mean? like um, what's the the Game of Thrones? You're not Game of Thrones. You're not Game of Thrones. They're traveling worldwide like Blade. You could have done in Detroit. Um, some back, some you know, some backwood uh, Alabama uh, town or something. You know, they would look. Those residents would have gladly let you come in and pay them uh, to, to to use their town. So I, you know, I'm just you know, I'm not gonna you know, I'm not gonna support it. I'm glad it got shot. I wish the crossbow was bigger and it had been used sooner. So the thing with me with all this is if we're doing two spinoffs featuring four of the main characters from The Walking Dead, why do we need a spinoff? Like, why can't we just go season 12 of Walking Dead? I kind of feel like that's a better way to go than spinoffville anyway. And with this spinoff in jeopardy, maybe not going forward. I don't know if they have to go, all right, well, sorry, fake out. We're actually going to do more seasons of The Walking Dead. I don't think the the audience, the viewers who care about the show, those who are still invested, would be upset with, hey, The Walking Dead, the show about zombies, gets another life. Okay, listen, would you really want to see another episode of, I mean, a series basically that continues the adventures of Daryl and Dog? I mean, we can just nicely, but I mean, wrap it up, have a series finale, and say, "Hey, here's where The Walking Dead ends, and here's where Daryl and Dog begins." It, it, I think every every it's like you need you need a finale. I mean, finality to a show, and it's like not having that and extending it to twenty seasons. This isn't supernatural. It's like this show has probably hit its point of we need to wrap this up. There's no more spinoffs everybody's probably gonna jump off i mean as much as they said if daryl dies we ride i think that crowd's even like i think we're good well see the thing is if they're gonna keep it going they're better characters to focus on like aaron and gabriel rosita who i would rather not see oh we just left them or they're dead in this series finale so i'd rather focus on them as opposed to characters like maggie specifically and daryl specifically who have been all in the spotlight in this show since season two negan's cool but it's still the thing that these guys have been featured players and at the expense of other characters whose adventures are going to come to an end i don't need to see more daryl I'd ra- I would much rather see a Gabriel and Aaron spinoff. Like, I would be on board for that. Because those two have a cool dynamic. And, you know, the whole Aaron is like, how can you have so much faith? I got faith. I mean, they've got layers to that dynamic, which Daryl doesn't have anymore. He's just a gruff, surly uh, survivalist. Still doing the thing. And not really showing a ton of evolution as a character. From season three. 
his Daryl dad. I mean, it's not. That's a bad fit. That, yeah, it's like that's not a good. Word. I mean, Daryl dad cop. It's like, but you have Rosita and um, gosh, what's his name? Rosita and what's this guy's Gabriel? Oh. Like Gabriel and Aaron. Like those, you can actually see every time they actually get a spotlight. It's like there is a layer. Like I said, there's a layer to it that's like, oh, what have y'all been up to? Like. We just kind of have to fill in the blanks. So it's like, why is Gabriel and Aaron hanging out doing that? Why are they the ones that our big Commonwealth wants to get integrated and decided? I mean, we know they're actually competent, but you could always have Gabriel trying to, I mean, like trying to find his religion, like kind of using that as a overall subplot and Aaron trying to make communities actually better i mean like he's like he's an optimist trying to work through gabriel and you know hey gabriel how do you deal with being fatherhood or pastor it's like there's some and oh it's still zombies that would be more interesting than daryl okay i'm gonna shoot a zombie in the head okay let's get some rabbit it's 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 run its course daryl is the wolverine of the walking dead where he was the most popular character and to address that let's focus more on daryl but not really understanding that daryl's popularity came in large part because he wasn't in the spotlight the whole time he just kind of did cool stuff and faded back out while rick and everybody else were talking and discussing and then he was throwing out his claws and taking out the walkers go ahead chief no, I'm saying I think they ruined if they were gonna do a spinoff. I think they ruined it by not keeping Carl alive. There are a I, lot I would, of I Carl spinoff. There are a lot of spots in this where it's kind of like ah man, maybe y'all made the wrong call getting rid of this character, and I think now it's biting them. Ha <laughs> And we're seeing that where it's like okay, let's let's do a spinoff with characters who have been around, you know, since season five. And are still trekking along. And it's like, okay, well, you told their story, haven't you? Yeah, because you could even have a Carl and Judith spinoff. And it would have been no problem. It's like the older guys just went there. I mean, you know, we talk about them in passing. But Carl and Judith, how they make their way in the new world. And you could introduce some of those younger characters. that they were. You could have said they were building up to go with them. But now it's just rehashing storylines. So The Walking Dead, the new generation, or the next generation? Yeah, could have worked. Yeah, it could have. All right, speaking of things that aren't aren't going to work, and I think this is real interesting considering everything else has been going with this franchise, this series. Justin Lin announced that he will no longer be directing Fast and Furious 10. He's going to stay on as a producer and all that good jazz. But apparently, there was the infamous creative differences. Does, should I immediately read that into Vin Diesel's ego got too big for him to sit in the same room with Justin Lin? I kind of feel like that could be the case. But what do you guys think? Because I love Justin Lin. I mean, the dude has delivered the best Fast and Furious films in the franchise. And I'm kind of like, ah, that's not a good sign. And they're supposed to start shooting 50 days from now. Chief, do you care about this great director leaving the franchise, or are you thinking it's Fast and Furious and doesn't matter? Uh, it's the last one, right? Nah, they're doing ten and eleven. They're doing them kind of back to back. Wait, hold on. So this one will be which one? This is ten. And then there's another one after this. Yeah, man. I think they're shooting them back to back, right? Yeah. Why? Are you, why are you acting like that's a bad thing, Chief? 
Listen, man. Listen, man. I, they they went to space. Maybe they'll fight some like zombies man, in this new one. Space. I mean, dude. It's, it's, I mean, at some maybe point, space it's zombies. Gotta end, it's gotta end, man. It is. Um, it's ended with with number eleven. It should have ended. It should have ended like two of them ago. Really. Nah, man. Nah. Uh, no, nah, that whole thing that got rock. Listen, man. It, it, it. Every movie has gotten more ridiculous than the original joint. Now, wait. Right? Wait, wait. I mean, are, are you saying that like it's a bad thing? Just for clarity's sake. Well, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. I mean, they've, they've been action-packed movies. It's almost like um, John Wick. Uh... I remember the first time I saw Terminator 2. It was just basically action, beginning to end. You didn't have to think. It was just like stuff blowing up. You know, you're just in there. And, um. Hey, quietly, so quietly, Chief. No? I love Terminator, the first one, so much more than Terminator 2. I know that is the opposite of the most popular opinion on those, but I loved that. And I, I was kind of like, eh, okay, this is just more action or whatever. But the first one had like a, like a sci-fi thriller horror feel to it, whereas like the dude's coming slowly like a I, horror I, movie villain. But I'm just saying, in, in terms of all the action they stuffed into one, the second one was more action packed. I mean, I think, right. I think that's that's we can say that. I don't Absolutely. Know. I mean, the first one, the story was original, so on and so forth. First movies is usually better than uh, you know. Maybe they would do that a topic that uh, which second movie was better, but normally the first movie is always the best, right? First Matrix, first John Wick. Wait a second, first- how dare you say Matrix Reloaded was was not as good as Matrix? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying that the action has gotten more ridiculous as we've gone on. Absolutely. It, it went from 100%. Eh, maybe possible to come on. That's bullshit. <laughs> so, especially <laughs> the space kind of had you, right. man. Yeah. Listen, and then, like, they and had then, like, the duct tape. And Shaw joints took off from that's bullshit. They didn't even have a, a, a realism starting off like rock holding a helicopter. I, I'm not I'm not counting Hobbs and Shaw in this discussion. Hobbs and Shaw was absolutely ridiculous. These jokers right. dropping out of stuff with no day. parachutes. No, no twisted ankles, no sprains. Right, nothing. Day you know, and night I, are changing I, within three minutes. I hurt my hand, my wrist the other day, closing my car door. <laughs> but so, you, sir, are no, are no Dwayne Johnson. No, I am not. But yeah. um, I said to say this. It's not like we're going on a storyline. We're just going to cram action on top of more action. So... Yeah, you know, will he be missed? I don't know. Is this is does a director just have to come in there and follow an action screen and you know what I mean when 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 action scene you know all right should we blow it up? Yeah, always blow it up. And that pretty much is the movie. Uh, can he jump forty feet? Yeah, we'll make him jump forty. Feet. Let's make it fifty. And then and then grab onto the bar with one hand and not throw his shoulder out and lift up. Yeah, it's cool. And and that's it. I, I so, feel like you're being biased after this car door incident. Well, let me tell you something, man. I yelped. I yelped like an old broad. I was like like your grandma. You know what I mean? Ah! Let me tell you something, man. That thing hurt. 
Um, so I think that I think that's that's where we at with this. I think you can pretty much if one of us was director, are we? I mean, it's not a drama. We're not giving for the um, emotional. Like when we think a character died, they give you that. You know what I mean? And then he'll come around the corner. Tyree's a cracker joke, all right? So you got a little bit of comedy. But it's just action. That's all it is. It's nothing else but action. Now, G, like, now, now I've got a whole different thought about this. I think they should get Martin Scorsese to direct this. And we can have the first well, Fast and Furious movie shoot each other. going for an Oscar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now you're just talking about a bunch of bodies dropping. A film by um, Martin Scorsese, Fast and Furious right. 10. <laughs> and then brrr, after, after that's announced so yeah I just think that even though he's gone or he's gonna stay on as a producer all you have to do is get what's the Bama uh, who always does the uh, bad boys movies uh, Michael Bay Michael Bay he's a big action type guy get him to direct something oh I, man you know, then we can get the, the slow pan around Vin Diesel as he takes his right. shirt off and then um, but Everybody else, he Tyrese, is looking films. serious. Yeah. Hey, do action films. I don't think you got to do a whole lot. I don't, I don't, it's, it's nothing. I don't think the director has to say, hey, listen, in this shot, I want you to show more emotion. Uh, I need you to. This is how you're show. feeling right now. All right. right, right. All right, Jordana. You know I mean? This is how you're doing this, this scene. I think he talks, the, the, the director talks more to the stuntman. I think Vin talks uh, more to everybody, but. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, so he's not, you know, so that's what I think. I don't think right. that you need a genius in there to direct a movie like The Fast and Furious 10, 11, 12, 13, however more they are. Hey, it depends on how much money they keep making. All right, Jace, what do you think? I think this does hurt him because I, I think Matthew... I'm um, sorry. Now. Justin Lee? Hmm? Justin Lee? You said Matthew. Yeah, I, I think Justin... Like, he kind of... When everybody was complaining about, oh, Tokyo Drift is the worst movie ever, he kind of like, nah, I got... I got this. Like I'm making this part of a story. It's gonna interwo- It's gonna wove in with the rest of it. And he did a great job. I mean, yes, the action has gotten more ridiculous, but I think now you're having such an extra bloated cast. Like Bri- I mean, uh, Brie Larson in there. It's like, how is she? She gonna interact with uh, Charlize Theron? Like, wh- where? I mean, do is I mean, since The Rock isn't here, is is the John Cena coming back? Like, Jason Momoa is there. We got we got Aquaman now. <laughs> oh, gosh. Who's, uh, you know what? You guys are being real Oscar movie snobs right now. No, oh, there's hey, too much ridiculous I, I, action I, in this Fast and I Furious. I literally say this. I own every Fast and Furious movie, and I've watched them probably more than I actually know the real number. But it do need to kind of all right. If you're wrapping up an action franchise, maybe dial it back for ten. And then 11 is just bonkers, makes no sense, ridiculous. Like, just go, like, I mean, I don't want to say, like, uh, I don't want to say, gosh, uh, the vampire movie, uh, Twilight. I don't want to say go Twilight, everything's all nice and neat for Twilight Part 1 for now. And then it's next you get Breaking Dawn, and it's just all, like, ridiculous, makes no sense, and then it's all fake out. But I love how Twilight. anytime we mention Twilight, you can see Chief kind of put his head down, get a sad look <laughs> on his face. He's like shaking his head like like it was a traumatic incident for him. I just kind of why we bring it up yeah. so we can actually see. Not Boys in the Hood or anything like that, but Twilight. You get to talk about Breaking Dawn, that Joker is like, 
<laughs> it's, it's, but I think you do need to kind of let's. What is the story? Because I, I, I'm going to truthfully have to look at the last one to see what is the end game of this. Like, is it still to get the God's Eye? I thought God's Eye was done, but it is. Do we have God's Eye point two, and why should why why should these random stuntmen care about doing stuff for they, the agency? They still have to get Kurt Russell. I mean, there's their story. From part nine, and we still got to continue paying off, brother. And I mean, what's Eva Mendez doing? We could probably call her up. Hey, you want to start a movie again? I mean, hey, that Ryan Gosling money, maybe she's like, I'm good on acting. Why, why you got to yeah, act like she didn't have her own money? It's terrible. I was going to say, shoot, you know she has money. Like, <laughs> it's like, that ain't, that ain't in question. All right. So I stumbled on this article on Variety, which is talking about how Sam Raimi and Tobey Maguire changed the face of superhero movies with Spider-Man. And I kind of felt like that was a bit of a stretch. They were saying how it changed the entire industry and revolutionized the superhero movie. And I kind of felt like, well, okay, if we were acting like the first Superman didn't exist, and if we're acting like Batman, the first Tim Burton one, which was a super event, which delivered and gave us at least one great sequel and then two other not so great. But I kind of feel like that's a real stretch acting like Spider-Man is this heroic. Oh, man, look what this superhero movie did. I mean, Blade kind of opened the door to be like, hey, superhero movies do work, even if it's not. Hey, it's an obvious superhero movie. And I still contend that Spider-Man is a flawed Spider-Man film just because it's not really Spider-Man. It's a new it's a mute dude throwing out webs and taking his mask off every time with an ugly face. Ah! So anyway, that's my take on that. I want to hear what y'all think. Is Spider-Man the genesis point of this great era of of comic book movies? Cause I'll say one other thing. I don't feel like that changed. The comic book movie genre. We still had crappy movies coming out after it. It wasn't like they were just at this high level of quality where everybody had to step their game up. We still had movies like Elektra. We had, you know, Jonah Hex. We had films like uh, Blade Trinity. <laughs> we had, which I like, but people hate on. Um, we had. I'm sorry. No, 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 no! You can't say that with Drake. No, no, you can't he, say he, he, he did suck. <laughs> but I, I like I like Ryan Reynolds talking trash, which always works for me in a movie. We had the three X Men films, and I'm not saying they were all bad, but definitely that last one sucked. We had the Fantastic Four movie, where people were like, "Nah, this ain't great." It's not like Spider Man changed everything. It just meant we had a lot more superhero movies coming around. I. I'm, I'm, I, I can't agree to that because it's like Blade is literally the movie that saves Marvel which say comes out with a good sequel and Crazy. I'm, 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 gonna, I'm gonna let you slide on that whole Trinity one but it's like that literally keeps Marvel's I mean doors open it's like how can that is the genesis of modern day comic book movies like if you I mean like I, I literally just watched Superman it is still a great movie to me. I love that movie, but it's a very different era. Blade is like R-rated, 
shows you like, hey, what everybody's like, oh, we want some movie realism. It's like we gave you a comic book vampire fighting another comic book vampire in an R-rated movie. It works. It makes money. Mm-hmm. All of these things. It's like everyone wants a lot on like the Dark Knight and Batman. So it's like Blade already did it with an R-rated. Like it didn't have. It didn't done it down to PG thirteen to have a wider audience. It gave you exactly what Blade should be. I will say because you mentioned it that Christopher Nolan took the genre to another level with Batman Begins where it was all right we're not doing this this marvelized this wax sony fox version of comic book movies anymore I'm making everybody else step their game up or their films aren't going to be considered good comic book movies anymore which is why Green Lantern suffered so much because it felt like one of those Spider-Man x-men era comic book movies not anything that was reflective of what christopher nolan had raised the the bar up to okay, okay. but if, if if we're gonna say that spider-man is the genesis like the genesis the genesis of modern day that's why i'm like hey if you're gonna say i mean i know you have to kind of forget about uh superman the quest for peace and then go from there to modern comic book movies because that is a very I mean but you have to also forget about the Batman movies that sh- I mean Batman uh, Batman Returns like those are really good comic book movies and then you have that chasm where there's not that many comic book movies but Blade to me Blade is still the here is bankable not household name superhero that can actually get people to the theaters and I think that's where I I stand Chief what do you think Blade one and two was awesome. Yep, that's that's just. I bought. Matter of fact, I watched Blade uh, two last night just because it was on Netflix. I said, Damn, I'm gonna go ahead and watch this thing. Um, and it's I great. I kind of want to say I I see where it goes. Like I feel like I feel like the success of Superman's made it so people knew you could make a comic book movie um blade came out and i i remember blade well i remember going to the movie theater and coming out of that joint like yeah you know um so It's, it's almost like Superman was an era. Nothing happened for a while. Blade came out, kind of was an era. Nothing really hit you for a while. And then they started dropping these comic book movies kind of one after the other. And, 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 um, Let's see. I would argue that Batman was the real game changer because they hyped the mess out of that movie, the Tim Burton, the first one. And they made it a summer blockbuster where everyone knew this movie was coming out. The merchandise was all over. I mean, they had Prince do the soundtrack. That was a super event for 89. Like if you weren't seeing that, you hadn't seen the big movie. Everybody was seeing. And I, you know, wasn't paying attention with Superman, but I assume it was sort of the case, but from Batman, it was like, okay, Batman Returns is great. And then it was a lull until Blade. Now, this Collider article says the best comic book movie each year since Blade changed the game. So, 
Collider's writers understand that Blade was the one that, hey, comic book movies make money. They do their thing. What, what year was Blade? Blade was, I want to say 99. 90 what? 99. It was a few years before, um, I think Spider-Man was 2002. I'm sorry, it was 98. So the first so Spider-Man was, was 2002. Yeah. Um. So, but that's but, but that's my point though. So the Batman movie came out in '89, right? Yeah. So Superman came out in '78, uh-huh. somewhere in there. Yep. Nothing. Right. And the Batman movies came. Nothing. Then the Blade movie kind of came. Well, right? well, well, Chief. In fairness, there was Supergirl. So we probably shouldn't gloss over Supergirl. I mean, let's 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 listen. <laughs> and I saw some of Supergirl at the time. I remember seeing it, and I remember. Walking away, liking Helen Slater, right? But hating the movie. Yeah, the movie was, it was. It wasn't a great movie. She was a good Supergirl. So, so, um, but you know the thing with with Superman, it was a great movie that came out at the wrong time because people were really excited about sci-fi. They had Star Trek. And it wasn't like comic books weren't as big then. And Superman was like a one-off kind of deal. And then we had Star Wars, Star Trek, all those. Everybody's like the fad was, hey, let's do this sci-fi movie. And so what that didn't really peter out until Batman. And, you know, in the end of the 80s. Which I hated Michael Keaton. Um, (laughs) Batman. Hey, Chief, you want to get nuts? Keep keep talking trash about Michael Keaton, huh? Listen. (laughs) You know, because I kept seeing Mr. Mob. I understand. I saw him too. I was like, huh? You know, um, he always, you know, um, if I had a choice between him and Robert Patterson, I would pick Mike Keaton. But, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> man, it sounds like you had to think about it. They're doing a part two. No, because I'm laughing because they're doing a part two of this dude now. Oh, we were going to talk about that. But, uh, yeah, I got to say, man, that um, I, I, I just think that it, it came error, 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 error. And then the success of Spider-Man, that first Spider-Man. And then from that point on, like, it was just, like, there was a Superman, I mean, not Superman a superhero movie all the time after that. Mm-hmm. But but I, I think those movies that we named, the, 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 the precursors to those was still... The, 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 you know, what bought it almost like uh, uh, 70s rap did for 80s rap. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, and then, you know, you got, you know, here, artists here, you know, they were disco rappers. And then we got into, you know, the LLs and the Big Daddies and the Kumo D's. And then, you know what I mean? Classic. So, rap. yeah, yeah. So I think that's just kind of, I just think it, it, the, the, the evolution started and then. You know, uh, once they, you know, once the blade came, uh, you know, and then, like I said, Spider-Man hit, and then we haven't looked back since since Spider-Man, that Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. There's always been something now. It has. And I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out if, because by the time Spider-Man 3 hit, and the third X-Men, people were like, mm, I don't know, this Joker seems like it's about done. And that's why I think Batman Begins and Iron Man proves so important to the sustaining of the comic book genre in terms of being successful, reliable, bankable Hollywood projects. I mean, because that third Spider-Man, people were like, nope, 
nope, and no. And the third X-Men, I was sitting in the back of the theater with Jace. This movie's trash. I'm over this. They killed my boy Cyclops. Let's leave. No, we should stay so I can finish reviewing it. But it was it was almost as dire as the point where Superman Quest for Peace was, where the Batman and Robin joints were, where it was like, these are overexposed. We've got too many of these comic book movies. They're bad. People aren't responding to them. You had a Fantastic Four sequels that people were like, eh, I don't know. People didn't like Daredevil. People didn't like so many of them. Steel, Elektra. Nobody was like, we need more comic book movies. And let's go watch the Punisher. Yeah, like the Punisher movies. Like there were some decent films in there, but it wasn't like Hollywood was we've got to keep this thing going. When when Batman Begins came out, it was basically a reset. Whereas like, okay, we flushed all these crappy superhero movies from your memory. We're gonna start fresh, take it to a different level. Christopher Nolan's this visionary filmmaker, he's gonna make the genre more respected. And then well, Marvel, go ahead. No, I'm just gonna say I will give Blade that because Superman campy, all the Batman's campy. Well, at least Spider-Man campy. Blade was a serious movie. Batman Begins was serious. Yeah, like, it, it, it erased that because uh, it erased that campiness because superheroes were kind of you know they were comedies in in in. In the midst of all these superhero things, right, right, um, and I think Blade—I will give Blade that uh, that first one not being a, a a comedy in there. Nothing silly happened. Yeah, um, they weren't embarrassed. Batman, they weren't embarrassed um, at the fact that they were making a movie about a comic book character right. who's a half human and half then vampire. What you're saying about Batman Begins, which came out and it was real content, like you yeah. know what I mean, right? Yeah. Because there was always that thing before where it was like from the start of the first X-Men movie. Well, let's not make this too embarrassing. Let's dress them up like they're coming out the Matrix. And it was like, what are you doing? That's the Matrix. Why are you making them all this black leather? It sucks. And Batman could cheat because I would just put him in a black suit with a bat on the front and pointy ears. And people would be like, okay, that's Batman. And... I think Iron Man really shifted things because it was, oh, shoot, there's no compromise. They're not doing some rinky-dink thing here. And this trailer is showing him in a red and gold suit of armor. Oh, okay. Where I felt like Spider-Man, they were still real hesitant to do the full Spider-Man. And some of that was, we're not going to have him make jokes like this. We're just going to have him be serious, quiet, and full of pathos and drama. And I'm like, you're still you're still embarrassed to make a comic book movie, and Green Goblin's outfit looked stupid, campy. Um, it was just like weird. It's like what are y'all doing? And I think so. That's where it was like to me. Iron Man was the first one. Was like, nope, we don't care. It's a comic book movie. Deal with it. And I think that shifted the mindset so much. Where it was like, oh, okay, yeah, this dude can run around in a blue and star spangled outfit with a shield that comes back to him. Okay, we'll go along with it. This guy's throwing a magical hammer. Yeah, all right, that works. He's got muscles, so sure, whatever. And then the avalanche just kept rolling from there. But I feel like Blade was unapologetic, a comic book movie. And, yo, know, this is a character. And we don't have to dumb him down. He's black leather outfit. 
and Wesley Snipes made him cool. Spider-Man wasn't cool. Go ahead, Chief. You're on mute. No, no, I'm saying that's why three failed because it was it went back to that 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 silliness. In it a had sense. a terrible villain. I mean, that was it the was main a, thing. It had an awful, awful villain. The plot was awful, and then it wasn't focused on Blade anymore. Yeah, he uh, was he was a a background character in the movie. Like they wanted to make Blade, but really they wanted to make it about uh, what was that group's name? Man, they had a name for yeah, it. Yeah, Nightwalkers or something. yeah, the Nightwalkers, something like it was. Yeah, it was like group, and they they, uh, they had spinoff in their heads, much like right. Die Another Day had. Exactly. Let's focus on Jinx so we can get that Jinx spinoff. Where it's like you got yeah, to focus on your movie on them without Snipes. Yeah, and Snipes had built the franchise. Like, right. like people were going to this movie. Not to see the Nightwalkers, because we didn't know who Ryan Reynolds at the time really was. Um, Jessica Biel. Uh, what's her name? Biel. Jessica Alba? Or not Biel. Alba, Jessica, Jessica Biel. Biel. Um, she wasn't really any, but she was on that Party of Five or wherever she was from. Um, <laughs> Seventh Heaven. Right. Yeah, whatever she does. I don't know. I don't know what they do. Party and, of Five. Um, so nobody was coming for them. Right. You know what I mean? And then... Um, it's, you know, Ryan uh, Ryan has that humor about him, which was cool, but it was just kind of, it was cheesy. They made it cheesy. They made Dracula kind of like, he was... Uh, he wasn't kind of. He sucked. And not the sucked. way he won Dracula sucked. He was just terrible. Um, Dracula should have been the biggest, baddest dude that Blade ever fought. And he literally was like the dude from part two, Nimic, was a better oh, so much vampire. Better. Than, yeah, I mean, it was, that was a big problem with Blade 3. It was like, you got the original vampire and you made him less than Nimic. That was a big Well, problem. maybe the problem was Blade Trinity just, there's no way it could be as good as Blade 2, which was great. Because that was like, um, yes, this is this is what we want from Blade. More of that. And then we got like something that wasn't. It was stupid. It was stupid. I'm glad that, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, and now I, I guess they could make another Blade, but I heard, what's the name? Mars- Marshala Ali. Mahershala Ali. Mershala? Mahershala. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know, whoever. This guy. Uh, Cottonmouth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so, but I think they could have really, t- technically, they could have had Wesley, man. An older Blade, because they said Blade ages like a uh, like a regular human. So, quietly, Wesley would have been just fine as Blade, but they have to deal with this thing of, okay, let's go forward. And can we get five movies out of Wesley? Maybe, maybe not. But since they've done this multiverse thing, we could potentially see a Wesley Snipes Blade team up with a Mahersha Ali Blade at some point down the road because everything's wide open now. And that would be cool. So maybe that's how we get it. That would be good. Well, Chief, you mentioned it. So let's get into it. Because Jace finally broke down and decided, yes, I will watch the Batman. He was the last streaming viewer that they needed. Warner Brothers has announced they are doing the Batman 2. Matt Reeves is coming back as director because he's not working with Vin Diesel. And Robert Pattinson, of course, will be back as the Batman. Hopefully, with a little bit more sense about if someone's aiming a gun or a shotgun specifically at you to move. And that's it. That's all we know so far. How excited are you about this, Jace? I'm sorry. I just watched the Batman, which 
everyone said was the greatest Batman ever. Oh my gosh. Ever. Revolutionizes superhero movies. Comic books movies are never going to be the same. Until I watched the dang thing. It was like, seriously, <laughs> did you guys zip out that last hour of that movie? It sucked. Like, there's no way you could say this is good. The last hour sucked. Like, when you saw Riddler go to jail, you're like, all right, we're wrapping up. No, we've got 40 minutes of absolutely nothing to go through. Like, are you guys kidding me? Like, you guys just, like, pieced out. Like, okay, I saw all the characters introduced, and then I left and said it was great. Like, come on. Like, no. The only thing was missing was him going, where is she? When he was talking to Riddler. I mean, and, and how many, I'm sorry. If anybody can explain why Catwoman is in to Batman. I, 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 I'll, I'll sit here and wait because none of y'all can explain it because it's not oh because she thinks she looks good she can't see the dude like it's a dude <laughs> in a mask like she's he's as comical as everybody else like no it's like she got over her 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 partner's uh, kidnapping and like oh man she's dead guess I like dudes again it's like no you don't have to have you don't have to have care with that that was stupid like I'm sorry. I'm, I'm on my tangent because I literally just watched it this week and I'm like, oh, I want to see this. Oh, gosh, this is three hours of my life. I cannot get back. To see a second version of this movie, I hope they give Robert Pattinson some actual lines as Batman. I mean, as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. I hope he stops treating Alfred like a complete throwaway dude who actually solves all his, you know, the actual detective work. And Batman's just, oh, wow, thanks. You're not my father. <laughs> You're not my daddy, Alfred. <laughs> I'm going to go spray paint some more on my uh, floor here so I can figure out how to crack yeah. this clue. It's like, I'm, I'm actually my driver. Alfred just sits at home. What? For what? I just want to see, like, give me a Batman movie. I don't want to see Joker, even though y'all tried to tease him at the end of that movie and then you had deleted scenes of Joker. I don't want to see another Joker. Like, it's like... Do I think this guy, whoever was Joker, is going to be good? Is the last two people who did Joker? No, I don't. I, I it's a hard ass for the dude to do. And no, wait. When he you gonna, said the last two, are you talking about um, Joaquin Phoenix and Jared Leto? I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. I don't count those as Joker's. I'm sorry. Bah. But you, I mean, like the actual two credible, last two credible Jokers, and that has, I mean like part of the actual Batman franchises, those guys, I don't think, I don't think it's fair to do, for the actor who did it, it's like, you're just not gonna break new ground, you're not gonna be as crazy as Riddler, because Riddler had, his motives for that was, I'm feeling alone. I'm a psycho killer! It's like, really? I'm gonna become a serial killer because I don't like Bruce Wayne. No sense. And I don't care what any of y'all say, nobody was stupid. I said it's about Joker. Like, I actually like my comic book movies to actually be comic book movies and actually make sense. That movie didn't. So I hope, as I like Matt Reeves directing, I like The Planet of the Day. I hope he actually like, all right, not listening to everybody who says that movie was great. Listen to the people who said it was bad and put some of those elements into the next one. And I, I mean, I'll watch it. I might even watch it in theaters. It's too bad the Zack Snyder editing crew didn't get a warner brothers didn't get a hold of this one they probably would have taken get that whole hour out for you bro oh wait he's in jail why do we need this rest of the scene oh, we don't need that cut 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 is there a story here 
Mm, no. <laughs> eh, we might leave it. <laughs> and probably cut all of the John Turturro scenes. <laughs> We don't need we don't we don't need much of this penguin either. Dump it, Chief. How excited are you about seeing the sequel to the Batman? Uh, about as excited as I was to see this first one here. Uh, you know, uh, you know, we talk about the, the the lightweight Batman, the lightweight Catwoman, and then like the dirtiness of Bruce Wayne, <laughs> right? Like like Bruce Wayne looked like if he get in the bathtub and fart in the water, he'll turn around and bite the bubble. You know what I mean? He just <laughs> just looks he, he just looks dirty, man. He just something about him just looks You weren't feeling I mean? hobo Batman. You know what I mean? Just grungy as a mug, you know what I mean? Um He, he was rocking that Nirvana though. <laughs> it just I you know, I listen man. Um and I get it we 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 we're now opening up this alternate universe thing so that if a movie is bad or it doesn't make sense we can always someone's always there to say hey it's the alternate it's the alternate universe oh in this universe here Bruce Wayne isn't a playboy he doesn't wash he doesn't look cool showers are uh, optional he, he goes to supercuts for his haircut <laughs> and you're like Yo. you know hey I figured out why he's so mad at Alfred Alfred cuts his hair it's got to be it's got to be because I'm looking at this movie and I'm like yeah alternate universe is not going to work for me here there has to be like he doesn't go into like he's not in the, really in the office he doesn't he's you know what, I mean? like, what does he do Brood what, he's not in the women well you know even Bruce Wayne you know even if he was faking it at least you know he dated women for a purpose um, to keep up appearances so he doesn't do that. He's uh, uh, he stays in the house, hidden. Uh, like what? Like it was. It just made no sense. Like what? What are you going out there for? And then, um, you know, the whole like I said, man, yeah. And then you, 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 you're, you're 130 pounds. Hey, I have it on good authority you know that he's going to put I on would some more love weight. That every dude who was going to try to fight me was 130 pounds. I wouldn't even throw a punch. I would just pick dudes up and just slam them on their head and walk off. Oh, man. You know what I mean? Steiner 130 pounds. All right. Well, speaking of things of slamming, because I know you guys are excited about this, and I know the WWE is so excited because they can bring out all the footage they possibly can on this. Pop superstar Bad Bunny is going to be starring in a Sony Spider-Man spinoff titled... El Muerto. This is not a drill. It's not a false alarm. It's actually something that's happening. Bad Bunny, who I will 1 million percent say the dude did a great job at two WrestleManias. I mean, he actually did his thing. He 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 did it well. He put in a lot of work. And I feel like if he wants to be a superhero, he could probably work, do, it, do it well. But I know none of you have heard of El Muerto. I haven't heard of El Morto. He was in comic books for like a cup of coffee, but Sony is like, we need to come up with a project for Bad Bunny. He wants to do a superhero movie. This is perfect. He'll be the first Latin American superhero on screen. Get with it. Do the thing. I'm not sure if I should have said that for my dummy of the week, but what's up with Sony? 
I mean, they're just like, we refuse to actually solidify this marriage. They're like casually dating Marvel Studios, but they feel like they're a little bit too successful. So they don't want their parents going, why don't you settle down with Marvel Studios? And they're just like, well, no, nah, we're just having our fun. We're going to make a Craven movie. We're going to make a Morbius movie. This tanking at the box office. We're just going to do our own thing. And I don't know if El Muerto is going to be the film to turn the tide. Thoughts, gentlemen? Oh, now you're quiet, bro. <laughs> oh, Chief, he wants you to go first. Sorry. No, I listen. I have nothing. I, I first of all, I don't. I don't even watch wrestling, so uh, I know who Bad Bunny is. Um, I've heard of him. There you go. Um, you know. Uh, if you want to do a project, do a project. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, okay, I, I can't well, say that. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm not one of those, you know what I mean? Just because you want to make a movie that makes a movie doesn't make the movie good. Well, I don't know. But whatever you want to do, you got the money, you got the people backing you. Do your do thing. Do your thing. I, All right. Um, right isn't Marvel coming out with the, uh, isn't Miss Marvel Latina? No, she's Muslim. On this new one? She's Muslim. I thought that was... The uh, I thought she was on this on the new one coming out to Disney Plus. She's Muslim. No. Oh, she's Muslim. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, go ahead. You know, I mean, who's the who's the character he's supposed to be making? Or is his own character? Oh, well, <laughs> he's hey. basically a new character. Uh, you know, is there a big Latina Latino cry for their own superhero? Absolutely. They they. Well, then there you go. We should probably have had one by now. If if they if the people want it, give it to them. All right, Jace, what do you think? It's not the DC way. (laughs) Jace, what do you think? Um, I don't know. It's one of those. I don't know anything about the character. You have a blank slate for your character. Uh, Bad Bunny is a charismatic dude. Um, I I listen to stuff. It's good. Him actually is a wrestler. You know, so he's got the physical. He's he can learn how to do some physical stuff real good. Um, it, it's a blank slate. I mean, as long as you don't let kind of the Sony writers kind of, here's what we got for you, you kind of need to flesh that through with somebody else and be like, do you think this is good to actually go forward with this project? If you get you trust your advisor and say, hey, this can make some money, it'll be good, and, you know, actual, I mean, some good representation, go for it. I'm, I'm with it. The good thing about El Morto, though, in all seriousness, is he's such a blank slate, like you said, that comic book historians, fans, won't be like, what are you doing? This is not how you should portray El Morto on the big screen. So maybe that's something that'll work. And maybe this will prompt that, them probably. to do original films with characters that are so far beyond the high profile of most Spider-Man characters that people won't care and will just watch it because of whatever. All right, well, that's it for me. It's that special magical time. Gentlemen, who are your nominees for Dummy of the Week? Jace, why don't you go? Me? Okay, so I'm I'm going to say once again, this is an old throwback, that my Dummy of the Week is me for actually carrying 2% 
about the idea of a Robotech, live-action Robotech movie. I mean, it's being directed by the director from Hawkeye for Marvel uh, TV series, and it's like, I'm kind of intrigued, but it's like, that still seems like such a better project for a updated animation and a live-action. I just think, after seeing Transformers, trying to bring that kind of movie anime to a live action I just don't think it's going to work and for me like I may see it and if I actually do I'm going to call myself a dummy when I do see it but for me to actually think this might work I'm going to call myself the dummy of the week I think that's the project where they have to announce it's going to be a trilogy and maybe push it through Netflix because Netflix will absolutely be like okay we're going to put this out and we're going to just charge our subscribers more so that's something where that's probably a better avenue for it, where it's a guaranteed so they can take time building the story as opposed to trying to cram it all into one thing and then messing it up. Like having Rick and Min May break up by the end of the first movie just so they can rush through the him and Lisa Hayes. Oh, my gosh. You killing Roy Falker in the first movie. It's 50, it's 50 episodes of the first series. It's like you could try to rush that in all of that into one movie. It's like, that story is way too complicated. I just, I mean, you, you could do like the first battle and it's like, hey, when you see the giant plane switch into a robot and then you call it a movie, it's like, that's not going to cut it. Like, nah. you, I just. You are making me want to go back and rewatch Robotech though. Thank you. Great, great series. Yes. Is it on Netflix? No, they had to take it. it, it there wasn't enough viewership in Netflix, so they took, took it to Funimation. And that's and why Netflix subscribers are going down. Because I don't trust anyone. There it is right here. Nice job. Yeah. All right. Well, my nominee, and I feel like there's so many choices, but I'm going to go with NBC because last week for This Is Us, you know how they always do the coming up next week on This Is Us? They were showing one of the main characters, Kevin, and he was at a wedding and there were three potential women that his sister-in-law thought he was that he had hooked up with the night before the wedding. So NBC tried to do this dramatic thing. Who was it? I'm basically going, who did Kevin bang last night? And I'm like, how are you guys promoting this as a way to watch the episode? It was quite ridiculous. And par for the course for this season of This Is Us. But they were my dummies of the week just for the way they pitched. Watch this episode to see who Kevin sleeps with. Chief. Who's your nominee? I have a nominee right now, man. Uh, and the only person I can think of, man, it, 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 it happened so long ago, man. Uh, but it was the... I've been laughing about it since I watched it earlier this week. I've been watching those, uh, uh, those, those tapes about serial killers on Netflix. You've been laughing about a movie about... Well, Serial killers. Let me explain. I so think I need to not hang out with Chief anymore. Guy called the BTK killer, right? Uh huh. And so he had gotten away with it back. It'd been almost thirty years, and he had gotten away with the murder of of a bunch of people. So he sends a letter to the police, basically like, "Yo, I'm still around. I'm gonna kill again, right?" And so he's just teasing. Like I said, it's been thirty years. He's, you know what I mean? He's He's gone. They're not even looking for him no more. So he uh, sends them a message and says, hey, if I put 
uh, a message for you all on floppy disk. Could you trace it? And the police are like, nah, it's cool. Go ahead and throw it on the floppy disk, man. It can't be traced. How do they it's, respond it's, it's to him? Message. How do they respond to him? They, put it, they said, uh, uh, you're good to put it on the disk. No, no, no. I'm, no, I'm trying to figure out how he got the message back. Like the newspaper or something? Right. Well, he's, yeah, they put the response in the newspaper. Okay. He sent him a okay. letter. Okay. And they put the response in the okay. newspaper. Okay. That's what I was trying to figure out. So, if they were following uh, him on Twitter like, or Yo, something. You're, you're, good, you're good to go. So the next letter comes, and there's a gosh damn floppy disk in it. They put it in the damn thing. The church where he, the church, uh, the computer where he uses, his first name comes up, you know, and then they do a search of the church plus his name, and he pops right up on the damn screen for him. Hey, man, did they have Felicity working on that case to access a floppy drive? (laughs) You know, to me, man, it was just the funniest thing I've ever heard, like, you, you got away to crime, and then you ask the police, hey, uh, if I do this, will you be able to catch me? And the police are like, no. And expecting an honest answer from him. That's, that's <laughs> the best part. Do what you need to do. Right. And I'm like, yo, you can't be that stupid. Apparently and so. Turns out he was. I don't know how he even got away for the 30 years being that stupid. But, and so, yeah. He just didn't have really access to a floppy drive. Because it happened, but... It was my first time viewing this thing and knowing that it's a true story. I was like, oh, that's probably the dumbest person I've ever heard of. I think he's a strong and candidate for know. the end of the year. All right, well, fellas, thank you as always for rolling. Thank y'all out there for watching and listening. This episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed.